In the year 2000, Sweden hosted the Eurovision and made it the biggest up to that date. And we sent the most epic performance we could think of. The singer was well known for the Eurovision audience since he took part six years before. But this was something else. In my opinion, Sweden's coolest artist that always surprises and never disappoints. This is the story of Roger Pontare, an original man with no copies. You are listening to Eurovision Legends. Today with a starstruck Emil Lövström. Fire up the jingle! Welcome to Eurovision Legends, Roger Pontare. Yeah, thank you, thank you. How are you today? I'm very fine. It's a beautiful morning and uh, the birds are singing and we have a real uh, high-pressure weather. Um, so um, it's just enjoying the, the morning. I was thinking of uh, Robin Williams in this film Good Morning Vietnam, you know. And he was always, in in the mornings, he was uh, shouting out, Good morning, Vietnam! And I always remember in the mornings, uh, I used to say to my wife, Good morning, my dear! <laughs> so, yeah. Where in Sweden are you sitting now? I'm sitting in the north of Sweden in a place called Hedvigsfors. It's a little, little village and very much nature and uh, bird life, animal life. Bears, uh, deers, and uh, yeah, it's it's in 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 the wild nature. Over the years, I have always admired you as a singer, but above all as an artist. So for me, this is something special to talk to you. Thank you, thank you. We met in Eskilstuna during the Melody Festival this year, and I rarely get nervous. But for me, it was very big to talk to you. So I thank you already here and now for taking part in my podcast. Uh, thank you. I'm, I'm always nervous. <laughs> I'm afraid I'm not going to answer to the right to the questions. <laughs> but uh, it's nice to talk to you. It's, I'm, I'm very comfortable. So it's, uh, it's okay. That's good. 26 years ago, you took part in Eurovision for the first time, together with the lovely veteran Marie Bergman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tell me, how did you get the song Stjärnorna? It was a song couple, Peter Bertelsson and Michael Littwold, who who, um, asked me if we want to sing a, a soul ballad. And I like soul ballads. And also they tell me that uh, I'm going to sing it with uh, Marie Bergman and she's a great favorite and very good soul singer and uh, very nice person and warm. Uh, so uh, it, it was no problem to, to say yes uh, to, to the song. It's, it's a wonderful soul ballad.
The original demo was sung by Daniel Sange, who later took part two times in the Swedish pre-selection under the name Crosstalk. Mm. And I wonder, was this the same demo that was presented to you? I'm sorry, I can't answer to that question if it was. I think I think it was uh, the same the same demo, but I think so. Mary Bergman already accepted to perform with the song when you was called. Yeah, so that that was uh, we, we took contact with each other, Marie and me, because I got, I got a number uh, from the songwriters. So so uh, we were, it was a wow. I, I was I was thinking this this can be a, a real good cup. So we match each other very very good, I think. In 94, the Swedish television struggled to find participants that would take part. How come you wanted to? No, I, I don't know so much about uh, that. Uh, I got only only one one uh, inviting to sing it. So I don't know this story about about this. We must talk about your stage clothes. From what I remember, it was a long black caftan with tingle tangle and a skeleton of a bird. Mm -hmm. That's correct. Please tell me about your outfit. The, the outfit is uh, composed by a girl called Sara Morsburg, and, and she wanted to look at the text to Shannona. So, so she made a shaman dress. And, and the feeling of, of, of the spiritual things, the, the connection we have to the stars. And um, this skeleton was, a, was a, a raven, a raven head. And then um, it was a very great belt in the middle of, of, of the body. It was uh, decorated with, with silver plates and, um, and a lot of uh, spiritual feeling in, in the dress. So it was revolutionary when... Uh, when I first took it on, in, <laughs> when when we started to rehearse and uh, and making this uh, in in the television, so it was uh, very exciting. It was, it was a revolution for me too because I I'd never had such things on me, uh, and and it was and it got me very powered inside also. So so it was exciting to, to go out and, and meet the, the audience and, and the, the press and everything. It was revolutionary. Nobody has done this before in, in the Melody Festival. Exactly, and not since either. Not since either. I think it's, it's nice to paint because everything is a saga from, from the demo tape and go, going further to, to to staging and everything to have, which have the, with the songs to do, 
it's it's a lot of colors you can work with and fantasy. Fantasy is very important. Did your collaboration with this girl started there? Because I mean, you have always, especially in Melody Festival, and have uh, very specially clothes. I think it was the beginning. I was changing ways because after this, I, I, I saw it, it was a possibility to to go further. And it's it's a development for an artist. Uh, if if you find the right right path, then you go to it and and get inspired and do something else in the same way. But I think it's important for every artist to to find the way. So you test different things and then uh, wow. With four points more than the runner-up, you won the pre-selection in Sweden and went to Dublin. Yeah. Can you? Tell us what you what you remember from the host city. The host city was very nice, but I remember very strongly how it was always soldiers everywhere. There were in the in the arena. There was very very much guards and, and, and soldiers with with rifles and so on. It was not so so nice, but uh, it was um, very very safe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The security. Yeah, the security. I was looking for the word. That that I can remember. And uh, but then the arena was prepared uh, wonderfully. When we when we reached the stage, it was no problem. You don't think about the soldiers and and, and security uh, when the people arrived. So it was very full arena. So, but then we were, Dublin itself, when we had a lot of time to go out in the city and, and so on, it was uh, wonderful and a lot of uh, street musicians and uh, it, was, it was a really good feeling. From 1994, I have talked to the artists from Finland, Ireland, Germany, Bosnia, Austria, Poland and France. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Edita Gorniak, the singer from Poland, wanted me to send all her love and thank you for the pickles you gave her. Aha! <laughs> nice. Very nice. Uh, what were your expectations? Did you think you had a good chance for a top score? We were, we were uh, sure of winning, of course, from the very beginning. I thought the song was very strong and we were a strong couple on the stage and, and uh, I painted up a, a very winning scenery <laughs> before <laughs> yeah. before we entered the stage and, and we were uh, we were we were lucky in this, that situation so it was no problem just walk out and sing th- three minutes and then take take the hole in in the in the, in the box yeah you finished 13th with 48 points. Were you disappointed? Oh, yes. It was a dip. <laughs> I don't want to talk to the press or some Nobody. Marie w- went to the press. Uh, they, they wanted to have a press conference, but I didn't. I'm sorry. But but I was, I was not feeling good. I, I went up to the hotel room and just uh, sat there and... Uh, and, and uh, in a very big dip it was not a good feeling and it took a long time in a, you know, when I come over it it was terrible oh I didn't know ah, it was terrible but Marie, Marie saved the situation and went to the press conference and, and said that Roger is very <laughs> where is that <laughs> ah yeah that's, that's life 
But five years later, you took part in the pre-selection again, and this time solo with the song Sommavis. Mm. A very beautiful anthem. Everything was staged like ice cubes, I remember. And uh, I have a big white uh, ice bear fur on it, so it was, uh, it was all perfect. And, and the human was something special to sing. And, and a different song in, in festival salmon, a festival, a melody festival feeling. You ended up in a fifth place and the song was played on the radio for the entire year. And that is actually funny since Charlotte Perelli, who won this year and won the whole Eurovision, told us in a previous episode that the radio stations refused to play her winning song. I heard so, but how come? Probably because they thought the song was bad. They were bad. Uh-huh. Not any political. It was uh, the text was, I mean, ordinary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... But they liked your song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Feel sorry for Charlotte. But now they are playing it now and then. It's 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 a grand old hit and, and it's never gonna die. Exactly. And the year after in 2000, I know you didn't want to take part at all at first. Mm. And the composers of the song, Linda Dahl, Peter Dahl and Thomas Holmstrand, nagged themselves hoarse. How come you didn't want to take part at first? I think it depends on... uh, Sometimes I I have a long way to go before I I say yes to a song. I I have to listen to it. And, and feel it for, for a long time. Maybe it depends on, it was a totally different song, because it was it was a song before that called Ring of Blood. And, and this um, song, I didn't feel the song in the right way. And, and therefore I, I was very unsure if I wanted to do it. Because it was a beginning with the Ring of Blood and then, then the next song was uh, Kom vi från bergen som reser mot skit Hon bar på ett hjärta av guld Men blinda av frukten de vägrade se Hon blev dömd för hon visade Yeah, they called you to to ask if you could sing the song Ring of Blood yeah. that that later ended up in the musical Hexhammaren. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that you got the song När vindarna viskar mitt namn only some days before 
mm-hmm. you are going to sing the other song. Yeah, that's correct. And I've heard the original demo of the song Nervindana Viska Mit Namn. And I have it here. It's recorded in a single take. Wow. <laughs> and I know you only got the lyrics for the song some days before. Mm-hmm. But you nailed it, which I think is really impressive. Yeah, uh, it's 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 a long time back, so I didn't know this, <laughs> actually. It was interesting. Yeah, that, that was interesting to hear exactly how it, it worked. What do you say, Roger? Shall we play the original demo that you sang in only in one single take? Yeah, it's very interesting to hear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here it comes. Okay. Jag såg inget ljus Fast allt runt omkring stod i brand I lågorna sken fanns mitt hopp och min tro Som virrlade bort och försvann Så ge mig min styrka Ge mig kraft att försvara mitt land Ge mig en väg att gå Jag ser vitsen i krigaren Remember from the Swedish pre-selection this year in 2000? Yeah, it was uh, very tumbling. It was in Gothenburg, and it was uh, last year with the orchestra. And uh, I, I was staging in my in my room uh, and wondering a lot how shall we make this. And and um, at least I found an, an answer uh, of putting in um, special members from different ethnic groups. An Indian, an Inuit from from um, Tule, Grönland, and also Sami Johan Sara from Nor- North Nor- North Norwegian. And this wasn't so popular on on Swedish television because uh, you have to fly fly in all the participants from from different countries, and it was a very special collaboration. So. Um, It was a lot of discussions uh, if I should or could have them with. But I, 
I thought it was very important to get the, the right message to the audience, and it was a power song for for the ethnic groups, and it was a little bit political, I think. Uh, so so they was very confused if they're going to let me do it, but uh, at least I, I get a yes, and uh, again to be a very powerful setup because uh, I remember on the on the rehearsals. Uh, we were feeling like something magical was happening because uh, the press were very interested in this couple. <laughs> um, and and uh, it put a lot, a lot of questions. Uh, or, but some, some uh, thought that this is not something we're going to win. But on the, 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 the road to, to the big uh, the final, because it was changing. The whole the whole atmosphere was changing to a, a winning ceremony before it was 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 done. And when the votes were coming in, it was uh, fabulous. You were not pissed that night, you can say. No, that <laughs> night was a night with, with glory. Yeah, uh, wonderful. And uh, and the special thing we didn't know each other who worked on the stage. The Indian come from, from Canada and the Inuit girl Kasalup from, from Tule. We didn't know each other, but when they arrived to, to the concert house in uh, Gothenburg, it was uh, precisely, we have we had met before in some way. Yeah. It was no problem. We just sat and talked and, and rehearsed and, and uh, every, everybody was doing the thing. It was no choreo choreography from from somebody we, we just set it and and uh, and did our song yeah you really delivered a big show i still remember this like it was yesterday when i when i saw this in 2000 with fireworks on stage and you actually were the only participant this night that used the whole orchestra yes and uh, i think we were the only one who got uh, fires <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> no no but now it was just one big fire it was precise in the middle of us who, who worked on the stage middle of the group so it was fantastic to have these puffs uh, yeah and you won a gigantic victory and became sweden's representative on home ground mm -hmm. And I guess you all must have been very surprised because the record company for Leaf Records had only pressed 1,000 copies of the single. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it later sold over 100,000 copies. Yeah, it was a diamond. Diamond in, in, in once, some days only. Oh, it was fantastic. What a surprise. You, you, live, you live very long thinking of this. Yeah, I can believe. Mm. When we record this interview, the song Navinda Naviska Mitnamn has over 15 million streams on Spotify. Mm. And the song has become an anthem in Sweden. It's so big, you, you can't believe it. It's like a healing. <laughs> healing for the body long, long, long way forward. It's wonderful. Eurovision this year was held in Stockholm. Mm -hmm. What do you remember from the Eurovision week? The whole week was very turbulent and the most of the time it was very much press. I mean, uh, reporters 
photographs, and every day was was a schedule with press in, in time. And the, and the very craziest of all, once we were invited up to um, the Globe Arena on the roof, early early one morning this week, <laughs> with with photographs and 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 press people, <laughs> and everybody had to climb inside the Globe Arena and under the roof and a hole through the roof and up up on the roof and it was blowing so much this day so so they was lying on the roof and taking pictures and i was standing there <laughs> holding holding my it was a, a, a wachtmeister what is it in english wachtmeister <laughs> oh, i was i was holding his hand because he has been a lot of uh, times on the roof <laughs> So he, he was not afraid, but it, it was holding each other so we don't blow 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 from the top. So it was. We're talking about the caretaker here now. Yeah, the caretaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, I have a lot of pictures from from this roof climbing, and it was crazy ideas because every every day in the week they have to find some new new ideas. What <laughs> we're gonna find out to. Uh, do it in the press. And then it was very exciting because the Indian, he was very spiritual of, of, of himself, so he was, he took some prairie grass with him. And, and he, we used to sit around him and then he had a, a spiritual ceremony. I remember the press thought it was there was some drug and so, but the prairie grass, it's only a ceremonially grass. You don't in, inhale it. It's just for the for the for the spiritual thoughts and so. And the press was very interested of what, <laughs> what this was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the, it was it was a week that you're never gonna forget because we we were we were so um, charged with with the winning. Of course, like in Dublin, it was the same thing, and and it was very clear with with this this gonna be something special and we are, uh, we, we may be gonna win this or we're gonna win this it was no problem uh funny you mentioned this with uh, the grass from the native american because in a previous episode i talked to roya rad from the israeli group ping pong you remember yep. them they yeah. were waving with syrian flags on the stage yeah and he no, wanted this was pong pong no ping pong. Royarat, no ping pong. Hmm? Uh, he wanted to send his biggest apologize to you that he put you in trouble because he believed that you smoked dope and he talked about this in the newspapers. Oh, yeah. So it was probably him that put you in the trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he was very sorry about this. Mm hmm. Yeah, I remember it was, it was, uh, I think it was in Express and paper or Aftonblad that he was, uh, he was um, given an apology also Yeah. yeah. That, that actual time. Yeah. Denmark won Eurovision 2000. Was that your favorite that year? I, I thought so when I think, when I get the question, because that song was ordinary good. It was not so special in the beginning, but when the refrain came. Fly on the wings of love. Fly, baby, fly. Reach in the first 
I said it to the press, but I, when I asked uh, what what winner, <laughs> who who uh, who who, uh, who song is going to be dangerous and 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 uh, maybe a winner, I, I thought it was Denmark. We had a good time with the Danish couple. Uh, it was uh, fantastic boys. You ended up in a seventh place with 88 points, uh, one 12 pointer from Turkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your reaction on that? Were you pissed again? <clears throat> of course, uh, not not so much. <clears throat> I've been through a lot of competitions before uh, this two um, thousand. No, of course, I, I was sorry for for this because we we had uh, screwed ourselves up, so we we it was going to win, and and the public helped us. It was wonderful sound in the Globe Arena. Uh, just when they showed showed us up, it was before the song, and it was uh, a charging like you can't explain it. So so uh, afterwards. Uh, on, on the press conference, there um, I, I was telling, I'm, I'm, I'm very. It was, it was, a, it was a pity, but I, I, I congratulate Denmark. It was more easy to take this than in Dublin. In 2006, you were back in Melodifestivalen, and this time with the Arena Rockish Silverland. Mm. Tell me, how did you get this song? I was on a concert in the south of Sweden when I met Thomas Keson and uh, Marcus Ubeda. He was asking me. It was Marcus Ubeda and Thomas Keson was writing this song together, and they asked me if I can come because they were interested. I, I should do this song, and um, uh, I was going home to um, Marcus Ubeda's home, and then we uh, uh, I, I laid down a. Uh, the, the song on this Silverland. Then they sent it in and, and, and we did it. I have heard that the Swedish television really, really wanted to have you in the competition this year. Was this the only song that they presented to you? I think I had some one or two songs that was sent to me personally, but they they was they they, they didn't. Uh, there were no good festival songs. I, not suited for me. And and uh, when we have done this with with Gerson and Marcos Ubeda, it was a very good song, to, and I was very glad to 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 take it. I would like to highlight this performance for all our listeners now. Please, after you have heard this conversation, don't leave us now. Check this performance on YouTube. You are singing in a icy silver blue kaftan, and the backup singer is dressed as strange beings with taft of grass on their head. And I would say calling this performance epic is not the right word to make this staging justice. 
how on earth did you come up with this idea? I mean, this is before Elsa in the Disney movie Frozen. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's the same way as Susan, the, the path I was talking about before. Yeah. Listen to the text, listen to the, to the dimension the, the song and the text have and create something out of it. When, when I talk to the, to the dressmaker and, and TV and, and the record company, how, how we should manage this or stage it. So, so was it a, a nowhere land we was going into? And I was a preacher who, who tell the world what I'm walking through. It was like a saga. And uh, it was a silver land somewhere somewhere in space. So they had a lot of job to, <laughs> to make all dresses. <laughs> and but, oh, and um, uh, it, it was, uh, it was very spirited also, like Rindana, like uh, Sharnuna. It was, it was the same feeling. It was a, it was a no, nowhere land. I love this performance. It's extremely beautiful. Thank you very much. Wonderful. Thank you. I remember this rehearsal. Uh, there was something about your makeup. Can you can you tell us about it? It was a, a gorgeous makeup uh, with with a gray hair. Uh, I would should have it on me and and very strong makeup. And and I was so warm and sweaty so the the makeup was it was pouring down the the face and into the eyes and it was very very strong so i had to just go out and uh, in into the to makeup lotion and uh, take it away because it was burning it is a strong memory this <laughs> and the and the workers uh, and 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 the and the crew and everybody asked well, what happened where did he go <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was going to the makeup lounge. And Christy Bjorkman, he was very wondering what, what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you mean you had to break the rehearsal? No, I, I, I break my... I made the song, but we was going to the green room and sit there. Every, everything should be as like it was uh, sending. But it, uh, uh, broadcasting. Broadcasting. So uh, we, we was training on this. It was the general rehearsal. So... Uh, Everybody was going to the green room after the song, but I didn't. I went on another way to the makeup lounge. Okay. <laughs> I wonder what, what happened. Uh, it was a little nervy. I wonder what have happened with the outfit. The outfit is outfit is hanging in in my uh, in my home. Yeah, and it's uh, it's a lot of, of fur. I, a lot of um, lot of uh, fabric. A lot of fabric. <laughs> it's hanging in, in cases, so it, it's it's in good memory. Yeah. And everything is a history, and it's good to have, have, have it with you. Was this the most expensive outfit you had wore under all of your performances? Yeah, I think so. It was very expensive. And we got we get some money from, from SVT and, and, uh, and the record company uh, paid the rest of it. So it was it was the expensive. 
Eleven years later, in 2017, you made your last, up to this date, performance in Melodifestivalen with the song Himmel och Hav. Heaven and Sea. Yeah. Tell us about the song and how you ended up in Melody Festival again. Yeah, it was not a good year. Uh, it was uh, it was a song that I was um, was asked to sing from from the Swedish television because it was a man called Kalle Moreus who um, was asked before to sing. A fiddler player that plays with Benny Andersson from ABBA. Yes. And um, it was a collision because uh, he was um, doing this. Um, he was en- engaged in TV, like, like a program lead. So, so it was a collision. He, he couldn't do it. <laughs> So then they, they asked uh, me to do it. So it, it was a very short time before. So, that, uh, but it was it was not a song that, if you listen to to the other songs I have done in festivals and 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 the winners and so on, it was a hymn. But hymns hymns are very maybe some year it's it's okay. But this hymn was wasn't so strong, I think. From from my point, so so it was it was uh, it was a, a good year in in other ways. Uh, I have done this song a lot on on uh, other other stages and so on, but it was no 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 hit feeling in this song, but beautiful. I know there are many many more songs that were written for you with Melody Festivalen and Eurovision in mind. Can you reveal any songs yourself that maybe later was released with you or others? No, I'm sorry, I can't. I, don't, I can't uh, remember uh, any song. I have got lot of tapes and and uh, suggestions, but I've never done this. No, I have never. Wasn't the song "Kalla mig hem" written for Melody Festivalen that your son was one of the composers? He, I think it was uh, some talks about it, but it, it never come to, to the point. They never submitted it? I, I think 
I don't know what, what, what the direct answer to it was. It, it, it didn't fit in. all your own songs Roger which one do you like the most I know this is a very hard question it's like favorite a child but uh, no of course I'll choose Lindarna uh, because it's it's so powerful and still today when I'm doing it the public is uh, fantastic it's it's a song that never goes out and and it and it still have the same power and and I'm doing it more powerful than ever because of the public. I think it's absolutely the best song I'll, if I can choose. And and the other songs I have made in Melody Festival, it's it's very good songs and I'm very proud for, for being in the festival and for, for doing these songs. I have have a lot lot of, of, of good feelings for, for, for what I've done. Directly after your Eurovision participation in 2000, you released an album that sold gold in Sweden. Yeah, it was a, it was a success, yes. I think it was a very strong album, L- little special because it was uh, uh, special songs uh, written for a for, uh, composer whose name is Andreas Nordqvist. So uh, he was uh, making special songs for this um, album and um, I'm very proud of it and it's it's old gold so it's uh, it's it's a, it's, a, it's a good uh, good album uh, and I I would like to present one uh, two of the best songs on this album and it's it's called refugee or flüchting and with uh, Wied Bergens Rand those tracks are, are are very good I like them very much I totally agree. Funny thing is with the Bergens Rand that you you sang it with the Swedish um, actress yeah. Eva Fröling, yeah, and this song actually participated in Melody Festival in 1997. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> 
and later Bonnie Tyler also have covered it. I didn't know. What you didn't? Point? No. Well, let's play a Bonnie Tyler song too. this nice talk, Roger. But thank you, Emil. It was a nice journey to, to go through all things from years back. Very nice. And thanks to you, the listeners. It's an amazing feeling to reach out to such a nice and interactive audience. Opinions, questions or suggestions are more than welcome. Use our social media accounts at Facebook or Instagram or email me at emil.slagervandena.se And don't forget to subscribe so you're always up to date with new episodes. Tell your friends and maybe rate the show and write a review on the podcast platform of your choice. This helps tremendously. What do you say, Roger? Shall we end this show with Nervindarna viska mitt namn in Swedish or English? We can take it in English. I, I think it's, it's never played in English on the Swedish radio, but um, it, it was nice to hear in, in English, actually. Happy